Hello, welcome to my today's podcast coming to you from Eccentric Media. In today's podcast, I'm going to be discussing an interesting topic titled Money or the Power of Money. First and foremost, what is money? Money is a current medium of exchange in form of coins and banknotes. Coins and banknotes are quite very valued forms of money. Money is also a medium of exchange. It allows people to obtain what they need to live on. Battery was one way that people exchange goods and other services before money was created. Battering is a direct trade of goods and services. For example, a farmer exchange a bowl of wheat for a pair of shoes from a shoemaker. However, this arrangement takes time sometimes. If someone is exchanging an axe as a part of an agreement in which the other party is supposed to kill a woolly mammoth, you have to find someone who thinks the axe is as fair trade for having to face down the 12 foot trunk of a mammoth. If this does not work, you could have to alter the deal until someone agrees to the time. Gradually, a type of currency evolving easily traded items like animal skin, salt, and weapons developed over the centuries. This traded goods served as the medium of exchange even though in most cases the value of each of these items was still negotiable in many cases. This system of trading spread across the world and it still survives today in some parts of the globe. Money in and of itself has no actual value. It can be a shell, a metal coin, or a piece of paper. Its value is symbolic. It conveys the importance that people place on it. Money derives its value by the virtue of its function as a medium of exchange, a unit of measurement, and a storehouse for wealth. Furthermore, money allows people to trade goods and services indirectly. It helps communicate the price of goods, prices written in dollar, pounds, euro, cents, and correspondence to a numerical amount in your possession, e.g. in your purse, in your pocket, or in your wallet. And it provides individuals with a way to store their wealth in a long time run. In recent time, in the 21st century, has given rise to these two novel forms of currency, the mobile payment and the visual currency. The mobile payments are money rendered for a product or service through a portable electronic device such as a cell phone, smartphone, or a tablet device. 
Mobile payment technology can also be used to send money to friends and family members. Why the Bitcoin released in 2009 by the Satoshi Nakamoto's has quickly become the standard for visual currencies. Visual currencies have no physical coinage. It appeals of visual currencies are because it offers the promise of lower transaction fees than the traditional online payment mechanism. And visual currencies are operated by a centralized authority, unlike the government-issued currency. Now, before anything could be referred to as money, it must be widely acceptable or desired, durable, valuable, portable, and easily stored. There are some facts about money as often been described. Money is often described as a powerful commodity because money makes the world to go round. Well, the love for money is the root of all evil. No money, like some people say, no honey. No money means no love to some people. Money answered all things to some people. Now, back to the real deal of the day. Money is something that is quite very, very sensitive and very, very interesting in time and in our season. If we understand the basic importance and the techniques behind money, it will go a long way to help us in achieving very, very greater height in life. Money is a very big tooth that is very, very essential to have. I've spoken quite a lot about times and season and how money this time around is going to play a very major aspect in how we're able to achieve everything that we have in plan as human beings. Now, like I said, the Bible is a manual for our lives and that will give us direction every time we get confused about issues of life. Now, I'm going to be looking at some scriptures that speaks about money and how we should understand how money itself works. Now, in Proverbs, it talks about money in some few uh, Bible passages. It's a very interesting thing to note that money is very important too in the life of a man or a woman. And that is the reason why the Bible gives an amazing wisdom insight into the subject matters. Also, the Bible explains why it is very vital for us as human beings to work very hard. I mean very, very hard. Because a lot of faith in God, prayers, and no work is in vain. And that's why there was a portion that says that a man that does not work must not eat. So, we do need to balance everything in life to get proper balance and to understanding as well. Work 
hard for wealth. We must learn the art. Go to the ant, you slug. Consider his ways and be wise. It has no commander, no overseer or ruler. Yet it stores its provisions in summer and gather its food at harvest. Proverbs 6 6 to 8. Please note in life there is seed time and harvest time. The big question is what are you doing about your seed time and harvest time? I would like to quickly share a, a short story about a man and his son. You know what? This boy woke up one day and he looked around his environment and he saw that everything around him was not looking well. And like I often put it this way, we do not choose the family we're born into in respect of how good and how amazing we want life to be like. It is not a choice that we're given to choose which family we're coming to. And so this boy asked his father, Daddy, I'm so kind of confused why things around us just looks a bit very, very awkward. I've seen a couple of my friends in school that, you know, most times they come in with books, you know, they have every luxury, they have drivers bringing them to work. But most times I have to struggle to get everything from you. And you know what question the boy asked his father? He said, Daddy, where were you when your mates were busy making money? Hmm. What an interesting question to ask one's father. And for a very long time, this man was just sitting down there quiet. He was virtually speechless because he wasn't expecting that kind of a question from his son. But you know what? The man for a long time didn't know what to say. Now, I pose the question back to you. In your time and in your season, in your sit time, and in your harvest time will come. Have you thought within yourself, are you doing the right thing now to make your seed time work so that you can have your harvest in good time so that we don't have to face this kind of question this boy is asking his father. He said, Dad, what were you doing when all your mates were busy making money? Oh, when you were busy making plans about life, things you want to do. But how come we're so in great poverty? No money, no food, we have to struggle for everything. It was a very interesting question the boy asked his father. Because if we fail to do things we're supposed to do in the morning, then what's going to happen to us in the night time? Do we have to beg for food? Do we have to look at other people living good life and start to envy them? So, it is time to have a rethink. What have you been doing with your life? Do you see other people driving fanciful car and you get angry with them? Or, you need to wake up today 
and start thinking about how you can start making your own plans about how to also drive a fanciful car because if you plan properly then you'll be ready to get in tune and see and do what other people as well doing if you can hurry up now two a lazy hand makes for poverty but diligent hands brings wealth proverb 10 4 3 those who walk their land will have abundant food but those who chase fantasy have no sense proverb 12 11 now this brings me to another talk about people who do not have this belief that life is all about just packaging themselves without doing anything or going around taking selfie pictures with other people's hard work and wealth pasting them on social media or going to borrow expensive items to show off really that's for me i consider as a fake life trust me when i say this there is absolutely joy and dignity in labor and your reward is the price because like i said in my previous podcast life without the stress of waking up every day and doing some form of activities is no life at all so why would someone just wake up and all you think about is just go and stand in front of other people's car other people's houses and make pictures of them in form of selfie and distribute them on facebook and create this impression that you're living a large life when virtually you've got nothing or you go borrow just because you want to show off or you want to package yourself it is good to look good but it takes a lot of hard work to get this done now dishonest money can be very very bad whosoever gather money little by little makes it grow proverb 13 11 all hard works brings profit but mere talk leads to poverty proverbs 14 23 note people can talk from now to tomorrow and if with no action to back it up all the talking no wonder it is often said an empty barrel makes the greatest noise a little sleep a little slumber a little folding of hands to rest and poverty will come to you like a thief and scarcity like an armed man proverb 24 33 to 34 note again it's important to remember always that the book of proverbs talks a lot about hard work and for those who work hard they are more likely to be successful from all indications but for those 
who sits around virtually all day of their life doing nothing, it is very unlikely they will be able to feed themselves, much less build wealth. An important to note that wealth creation should be done or gained in the honest way. Proverbs 6 about greed in the Bible when it comes to money. Such are the paths of all who go after heel-gotten gain. It takes away the life of those who gives it. Proverbs 1.19 Do not exploit the poor because they are poor and do not crush the needy in courts. For the Lord will take up their case and will accept life for life. Proverbs 22 from 22 to 23. Now it's important to note that in our current world, there are people who are so rich and mighty and so wealthy that they would do anything to make the life of other people around them miserable. And that is why we have leaders who are meant to be in place of authority to ensure equitable distribution of wealth from the rich to the middle class and to the lower class. But currently, the same leaders that we're looking up to, some of them are not leading according to the virtue of the authority that is given to them. It is true that everybody might not all be all rich and wealthy but those who have the grace and the ability to have it should understand that they have it for a good reason for a good cause to be able to reach out to those who are less privileged to have it so the bible speaks about it and for those who have so much and use that much they have to oppress the needy and the poor God is watching them. And so we need to understand the fact that for the grace that we have to have this wealth is also to find everything possible to be able to reach out to those around us. I've often spoken about what is life in my previous podcast. And it's just an important thing for us to understand that we have life as a gift. And so let's find every way possible to affect our immediate environment and the people who need help from us. Instead of going around oppressing people, we should be rendering a hand of help. One who oppresses the poor to increase his wealth and one who gives gifts to the rich. Both comes to poverty. Proverb 22:16. Why building wealth is encouraged in Proverb, but going so from a good heart is encouraged, and from a heart of greed is discouraged. Why trusting in God? For our substance is a good step towards remembering where the money comes from, which should lead to humanity rather than 
a belief in one's own self. It's important to note that wealth creation and growth is not power strength. Proverbs speaks about it in the Bible regarding debt. One who has no sense shake hands in pledge and put up security for her neighbor. Proverbs 17 18. The rich ruler over the poor, and the borrower is a slave to the lender. Proverbs 22 7. Do not be one who shake hands in pledge or puts up security for debt if you lack the means to pay. Your very bed will be snatched from you. Proverb 22.16 Debt should be approached with extreme caution. Proverb that speaks about investing money. A good person leaves an inheritance for their children, but the sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. Proverb 13.22 Be sure you know the condition of your flocks. Give carefully attention to your heads, for riches do not endure forever. And a crown is not secured for all generation. Proverb 27, 23 to 24. I would like to quickly speak a little on this particular last verse I read. Wealth sometimes cannot be forever. If one makes money and does not understand all that leads goes along with money. One might easily lose it if it's not well focused and planned on how to make extra return on the wealth that has been created. So it is important to note that once one has wealth, you need to learn all the principle that works around money. Because if one has money, it gets to a stage in your life where money would have to work for you. If you walk and store so much wealth and does not have a way of allowing that money itself to walk back for you, you might as well lose everything if you don't take proper note of all that goes around with it. Proverbs that speaks about giving in the Bible. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to act. Proverb 3.27 A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. So it's important for us to learn to give. A giver never lack. It is a sin to despise one's neighbor. But blessed is the one who is kind to the needy. Proverb 14 21. 
the generous will themselves be blessed for they share their food with the poor proverb 22 9 those who give to the poor will lack nothing but those who close their eyes to them receive many causes God's cause for us is to be generous with our wealth because it is God that gives us the power to have wealth. Deuteronomy chapter 8 from verse 18. And in the New Testament tells us God loves a cheerful giver. 2 Corinthians 9, 6-7 And let us not forget the skills and the ability to make money comes from God. So therefore, our wealth, our riches come from God. And he wants us to use our riches and our wealth to further his own purpose. Not just for ourselves alone. Because if we use our income and resources to make God greater in the sight of others, we are naturally taking an important step towards building him much glory. Money is very, very important, like I said from the beginning. But why money does not solve money problems? Hmm, I guess, big question. So, if you are having big problems, or hard time paying your bills or making a dent in your mountain of debt. More money is likely not your answer. Believe me, I know this might sound very harsh or like a bad news, but the clear reality is this also a good news because money problems like difficulty paying bills, paying off debts, getting into debts, difficulty saving are most often caused by behavioral problems. And behavioral problems cannot be solved with money. Even when giving so much money, people seem to think that they can make their problems just to go away with more access to more money but the reality is it just covers them up this is very common with all the billionaires who fight for bankruptcy they have more money than most people can dream of yet they also have a spending problem and that is far stronger than their own income. How do we fix behavioral problems when it comes to money? It's by seeking for help. Start by asking God for help or go to see specialists and then begin just by doing one small thing at a time. It is a lot easier to update your house by working on one by one 
by each of the room at a time than breaking down the whole entire rooms in the house at the same time. You need to start by learning not to spend more than what you earn or make, meaning cut your coat according to the size of the cloth you have or fabric. There are practical things that can be done to help out, but I personally think nothing will be more valuable than just taking a long hard look at where all your money is going and asking yourself the real honest question, do I really need all these stuffs? Hmm. Too many shoes, too many bags, too many clothes, too many wristwatch. Do you really need all this stuff? We do say we need all this stuff to survive. And yet, 100 years ago, most of all these things did not even exist. We need to be content with what we have, according to 1 Timothy 6 8. But godliness with contentment is great gain. Verse 7 4. We brought nothing into the world and we can take nothing out of it. Verse 8. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. In life, we need to daily try to fight off all the panics. I want, I want this, I want that, I need this, I need that. And then aim for ways to get better in being content with what we have and not allowing the advertising industry in driving us going so crazy for new items or products that we really do not need. The same product is being repeated over and over. So we virtually live a life of repetition. There is this new car. By the time you check this car out, it's the same thing like what you have. And I keep wondering why when cars are being made, every few chosen all or is not put in one single car. And today there is an um, internet in this car, there is no internet in the other car, there is stereo in this car, there is no stereo in the other car, there is GPRS in this car, there is no GPRS in the other car. It is all products being sold. But sometimes it is good to have a new car, but if you don't have the means to have it, is it not better just to get one and use it just to be happy? And imagine when a man has 20 cars in his garage. Wow. Can he really ride the 20 cars at the same time? No. He can only use one car at a time. Though he has the means to have it, I'm not saying it's not good. But what about the man that does not have the means to have it? And is driving himself so crazy about having a new product. And this will now lead me to an important point about money. Why do we hold money? Very important. 
very very important we do owe money for different motives so what is the motive why you hold money now we're going to be looking at some quick uh, principles about why we hold money one reason people hold their assets as money is so that they can purchase goods and services the money head for the purchase of goods and services may be for everyday transaction such as buying grocery or paying rents now three vital reasons for holding money one transactional motive this is the money people hold to pay for goods and services from day-to-day spending two precautional motives or for unforeseen circumstances this is the money that is owed for consistencies like to fix a car a broken car home repairs or healthcare needs so because you do not know when these issues may occur so it's important to be prepared before it happens For speculative motive this is the money head in response or consign regarding things that might happen which is not planned for and sometimes this money can be used to generate more money like when it's placed on fixed assets finally it's important to note that all these thoughts I've talked about money today like just what I've just said towards the end of this podcast today about the vital reasons why we hold money. It's important to understand this principle that by holding money in our hands, we need to make a decision properly before we spend the money. Because every money we spend goes and sometimes it doesn't come back. So we need to learn to understand it is a good thing to hold money in our hands but what is the motive why you're holding money in your hand do you hold money in your hand to gallivant about spending buying things you really do not need some of our warehouses or stockhouses are full of stuff you don't need some of these things can be sold at and those money can be now used to rechannel into things that we virtually really need so we can make our preferences on paper what exactly is important to you at the moment is it 20 cars no you might not need 20 cars you probably might just need only two cars for yourself and one for your family and then that way you can cut down on how you spend money money is a key factor to life if you have it spend it wisely don't try around your money thinking, oh, tomorrow another one is going to come. Why not save for the rainy day? What if that tomorrow you're talking about you are so incapacitated that you cannot go to work? So which means there will be no means for you to make money. There are so many rich people who do not know this understanding about money because the money comes and the money goes. And no wonder sometimes you see a lot of them on the street begging for money. 
Because at one point in time in their lifetime, they had money and they did not understand the principle about money. And so that way, the money comes and the money goes. I'm sure I've been able to reach out to us today about some of the basic reasons why we need to be very careful about how we use money. We need to be careful having this money. It is by the grace of God for us to have the knowledge and the understanding and the skill to be able to have this money. So let's use this money wisely. Even in our own current dispensation, let us be a man and a woman who is willing to leave a lasting legacy for our generation. Thank you very much for listening to me today. I'm quite very glad that we're able to share this topic about money. It's quite a very sensitive one. And believe me, we are all champions as long as we make up our mind to have this view and think big, think great. Do not allow your current situation makes you think you can't make money. We can all make money and enjoy the good things of life. Remember, you are a champion and not a failure. I'll be coming next to us in my next episode, still talking a little bit more about money and about money codes, about how people view money and how we can listen to more motivational stops that can jobs to in order for us to be able to get to our big success in life. Thank you for listening to me today. You have a lovely day. God bless. <laughs>